In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Red sky at night, sailors delight. Red sky at morning, sailors take warning. Whether or not you've previously encountered this mariner's rhyme, chances are you've peered into the sky to make weather predictions. The red sky method, first mentioned in the Bible, in the Gospel of Matthew actually, predates Doppler radar. Red skies are a funny weather hack to help discern approaching storms. Thanks to the way red wavelength light plays on the presence or absence of clouds in the sky, storm systems can be perceived, provided you know how to read the signs. Like most of us in this room, I've weathered some storms. Lightning on a soccer field closer than that proverbial three-second warning. Hurricane Sandy split a tree outside my seminary dorm. And just earlier this year, I raced a twister, seeking shelter in my Kansas friend's basement. Despite such dreaded weather, my appetite for color-streaked skies persists. Purples, pinks, reds, and oranges dancing together, those are enough to leave us all on the beautiful side of breathless. The author, Anne Lamott, in her book on prayer, suggests that when we witness the beauty of God's creation, we only really need one word. Wow. Such simple, awestruck wonder slices through the busyness of our words and invites us to pull back from life's chaos and clamor, to climb back into our bodies, to breathe <sighs> deeply, gratefully, as wonder tips us off to God's presence hovering over creation. Sometimes I wonder how we so easily overlook the loving one who waits for us. We often forget, don't we, that every step can be a prayer. Perhaps it's the struggle to put into words that are big enough to help us name what we notice about God's being with us. Like any relationship, it's easy to get tripped up when we feel pressure to do it perfectly. But this connection with God is trustworthy and true. It evolves organically as we discover God graciously available, dying to love us just as we are, willing and able to be known by us if we take time to tune in to signs of God's presence. The Psalms reassure us God's love is sturdy and strong, able to take the full range of our feelings. God can bear anything that we bring with us into this lifelong relationship, even parts of ourselves that fall short of our higher values and callings. 
God's Spirit keeps showing up, nudging us to notice what still longs to be transformed in us and in our wider world. I don't know about you all, but this time of year, I am refreshed by the quiet wonder of autumn leaves. Their colors change gradually. They dance at the wind's direction, drawn gently down to the ground. They let go of the branch when it's time. Creation's gentle rhythms help me slow down to pray, experimenting with postures of openness to God, my fellow creatures, and the world around me. Heart, mind, and muscles straining to hear the voice of love. Many have dared commune with God without having the words all figured out. Such teachers delight in discovering images, sounds, and even movements that naturally nurture this union with God. The psalmist is one such brave prayer warrior, helping us try out postures of receptivity, training us to glimpse God at play in creation as the gateways of the morning and the evening shout for joy. Anyone familiar with the American prairie knows that evening and morning alike can evoke delight. Colors cascade across expansive skies. The whole earth shimmers as cloud configurations coax all creatures to lift up glowing eyes and bless the Lord. Creation's prayer awakens our souls with technicolor magic, inviting us to lean into this relationship with our maker, who is wild about us. But if you've prayed for any length of time, you know prayer is not merely rainbows and unicorns. Today's other poetic passage from the Hebrew Bible, from the prophet Joel, paints cosmic skies a bit more ominously. Storm clouds and blood moon, portents and pestilence, creation in this passage is full tilt off kilter. The shame of judgment still hangs over God's people because they again had disregarded that precious connection with the Holy One. Suffering for years had afflicted the whole planet, but the days of this estrangement are drawing to a close. Not even the stain of prior sin can eclipse, can eclipse the miraculous wonder of God's Spirit healing, restoring the whole creation. Even when we, as they did, walk away from the relationship God longs to have with us, even when our connections with one another become marred by division and confusion, even when we lack words to give voice to our grief and pain, the Lord of life surmounts every obstacle to find and save us, recreating what has been broken dispelling the dread of darkness, surrounding each of us with love's healing, wholesome light. 
For God is reconciling all things, now and in the days to come. Reawakening dreams deferred, even those ones in which we long ago lost hope. This reunion is sweet communion as love incarnate comes to dwell with us, within us, not only at the fulfillment of time, but here and now, this side of heaven. One of the most unconventional prayer practices I've come across in recent years grew out of someone's personal frustration in prayer. Sybil Macbeth, a professor of mathematics, found herself increasingly at a loss for words whenever she tried to pray. Her unfrustrated fingers, however, knew where to pick up when words fell short. Macbeth turned to doodling to communicate with God. I'm kind of figuring she had some children in her life helping point the way. Macbeth discovered colors, textures, shapes, could be building blocks for a new kind of prayer life. And her discoveries and methods are shared with any who care to find them in a book entitled Praying in Color. Like Macbeth, we too can harness unexpected tools to find our way back to God. We can play with novel prayer forms to express praise, thanksgiving, grief, and intercession, creating beauty, using our creaturely gifts fashioned as we all are in the image of a creative maker. We too can prayerfully play as a way to deepen our trust in God. Such full-bodied, if sometimes unfamiliar practices, move us beyond verbal chatter so that our gratitude, wonder, and longing for help can find fresh, authentic expression. We can cultivate this connection with God at any age and any stage of our spiritual journeys. Prayer holds space for us to rediscover God's desire to free us from fear and shame. In prayer, we practice, experiment, and yes, play with patterns of seeing, knowing, and growing. Prayer lets us test and learn to trust the God who loves us and waits for us. In life's stormy and calmer weather, through any emotion we dare to share in prayer, this deepening bond strengthens our eyes to see divine delight radiating across the universe. So we find ourselves like mystics and mariners construing celestial colors throughout the centuries. We find ourselves invited to behold the one beholding us and smiling. Perhaps especially when we notice that warmest of colors, red, a color that conjures fire and blood and choirs, passion and desire, a color the church long ago selected to signify saints who, like Jesus Christ, offered their whole lives in witness to holy love, selflessly outpoured. So the next time you glimpse All Saints' red sanctuary ceiling, 
Maybe you too will return to that intimate, personal relationship with God that is available to each of us always, every time we make space to nourish this most sacred connection. Whenever the gateways of evening and morning shout with joy, wherever glittering red skies awaken prayers of dread or wonder, no matter how few or how many your words, may you too lift up your heart alongside the whole creation, ablaze with the rapture of God's delight.